The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, with uh, hybrid working becoming a more popular work dynamic, there's a fear that relationships can become a bit strained and teamwork can be lost. Now, to talk about the importance of support in the workplace and the role of middle management and his new startup, which exists both here and overseas, is legendary dub star Bernard Brogan. Bernard, good morning and welcome. Pat, thanks for having me in. I have to ask you, what are the prospects for the dubs this year? Before we go into your business. (laughs) Well, um, I think we're building nicely. I think the, the, the best thing we were ever, uh, or the thing we were best at was always peaking at the right time over the years and yeah. it looks like uh, Desi is, has some peaking at the right time. Please God, uh, Monaghan have actually beaten us in the last four of the last five games so they, they don't fear the dubs. Uh, they were they relegated us last year so it's it's a bit of a banana skin for us but uh, I, I'm confident that we'll come through on Saturday night. Right. And, uh, and then we're, we're looking at uh, perhaps a repeat of the, gr- the glory days, uh, the gl- yeah. the, those fantastic matches. It would be amazing, yeah, if, if, if Kerry could get over Derry, which won't be easy, but um, obviously my man been Kerry in the dubs. It was always a special uh, yeah. moment in, in, in a Brogan household when there's an Iron final with Dublin Kerry. My dad having played them in the 70s for so long. <sighs> Anyway, it's all to savour. It's, yes. it's, as you say, it's bubbling up nicely. Now, let's talk about pep talk. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it's something that you probably got many times in the dressing yes. room uh, and hence perhaps the name. Yeah, I suppose that's where it kind of grew out of. I've uh, been around uh, impressive leaders like Jim Gavin and Pat Gilroy and even Peter Caffrey before him. Um, I learned so much around culture, around what it takes to build high-performing teams what it takes to drive connection and, and camaraderie in, in a group. And as you know, the sporting world is very similar to the corporate world. And that was the start and the, and the seed where Pep Talk was grown out of. And in that time, COVID hit and people are dispersed and hybrid and all that type of stuff. So the world of work is evolving and Pep Talk are trying to fill that gap and wrap around uh, organisations to help drive that culture and help organisations uh, tool up their middle managers but also drive that culture in the ground and uh, here it's an interesting time to be talking about culture and trust at the moment isn't it? Yeah, in yeah indeed <laughs> we keep coming back to that uh, same old theme but the, 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 the role of the middle manager often that's the person who's kind of um, doing all the heavy lifting yeah. uh, on the shop floor or in the workplace and, and that is, they're the most under kind of serviced line in the business. They're, they're answering up to, to, to management and they've got their teams of three to four to five to ten people. And across all industries, not just uh, desk-based industries, you say they're production line, healthcare, construction sites. They are the people who are, who are, who basically drive the culture of the team below them because they give the time off, they give the promotions, they give the, the, the motivational conversations yeah. or they give the, the giving out to, you know what I mean? So they are, if they're not in the right mindset or they're not tooled up, they, that can really dictate the culture yeah. of the, of the organisation. I mean, the role of the middle manager, uh, and uh, again, I'll go back to my time in RT because yeah. it, it, there was a lot of management there. Mm. It's a much leaner organisation here in News Talk. Um, and uh, the people we admired were the people, when you made a mistake, mm. you'd get a right bollocking from yeah. them. Yeah. But they would defend you from the people above. That, and that was we love those people who would give you the hard time for making a mistake or for saying something you shouldn't have said or whatever but then when the their boss would come trying to interfere you say no no hang on I've handled that that's that's building trust you know, they're showing that they're going to they're going to be fearless in their feedback with you because individuals you want to grow so you need to learn and you want people to give it to you straight and then they're backing you like that's that's a perfect example Jim Gavin was a great guy too he wasn't a big relationship guy and he did keep himself uh 
he stood off from the players a bit. He wanted to keep a certain distance between the relationship, but he would open a door for you and you could give it to him in the neck if you thought that you should be playing, yeah. as I did many a time. But he'd give it straight back to you. This is the reasons why. And, and Pat Gilroy was another guy. He built the relationships. He did it different ways. So there's loads of different ways of leading, but it's about coming with empathy. It's about listening. And it's about actioning and, and showing that you're, 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 you're part of a team. Mm. And that's what people want. We're, we're all human beings want to be part of a tribe. We always have been. And that's what we want. We want to work in an organisation where we feel safe and we feel that we're connected and people are back yeah. for us. Uh, it was very interesting. I was at a, a, a function uh, for charity for, and both Brian Cody and Jim Gavin were speaking and I thought, no, I'm going to learn a lot. I'm going to listen to these guys. <laughs> they told us nothing. <laughs> the secrets. We want to know the secrets you of the dressing room. You have to get in Gavin's the dressing room for <laughs> that. You have to work <laughs> very hard. Uh, Tell them nothing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how does Pep Talk actually work in practice? I mean, how do people use Pep Talk? Yeah, well, it's a software platform where we integrate into the organisation and we push out. First of all, we listen to the organisation, which is hugely important, as you say, about feedback. You're listening to the, to the, to the teams. You're understanding the challenges. And the key, what we do is we action. We provide pathways, programmes, and we to, and toolkits for middle managers to, in essence, the simple thing about this is it's not it's not rocket science. It's about having conversations, giving feedback, but doing it in a way that is building trust. For to give feedback, it needs to be a safe environment, and then you you need, you need to trust the person that's giving it to you. So creating that environment, that 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 safe place, and all those little work hacks and tips that middle yeah. managers need along the way, we're creating that that, that opportunity. And in the states, we're we're, we're obviously uh, leaning towards the states. We're focused on a thing called psychological safety. And that's a, that's an environment where you feel safe to have a say, to, to give your opinion, but also to get f- fed back to you. And that, that's a big thing. That, yeah. that this, I, I mean, in the, the current um, cutbacks in tech, for example, yeah. which were driven by the stock market rather than any need yeah. to really cut back, um, the net result was people were fearful in the workplace. Yeah. I mean, they're terrified. You know, am I next? Did I do something wrong? No, actually it didn't. Just an algorithm told us that yeah. Bernard Brogan, your time's up. Yeah. This will be your last day. And there was loads of examples of where it was executed uh, correctly and executed really badly. So there was, as you said, the, the stock market and the way the tech was valued and the way that the, the P&Ls were run was, has, has changed and that mean, it mean, meant cost cuts and meant pe- pe- people had to um, lose their job. But when you talk about culture, some big organisations that talk a lot about culture executed in a really uh, inhumane way of just turning off laptops and just out you go and sending an email and and yeah. that's where you see the real the real um, cut of their job you know what I mean where you want to, there was a lot of organisations that had to do it because they, they need to do it but they did it in an empathetic way they brought people together they had the conversation they explained to them the why and they said that they're very sorry for the situation, but they try and help them with future roles like that. So there's a way of doing things like the world. We can't we can't all have a, a huge success and have yeah. loads of employment. There is times where we need to make tough calls. Now, you mentioned you work in the, the United States as well. And yeah. I believe that one of your triumphs over there was brought about by the GAA. Inadvertently. Yes, yeah. No, I think the, the GA has been a fantastic, um, here, it's been fantastic for me from a sporting point of view, but the, the network of the GA is vast and the US, the Irish, um, being Irish is, is an asset and the GA are in every town and city in the US and we kind of are leaning into that. So I'm going over again in a couple of weeks and I've been, been there and I'm meeting the GA in the ground and there's people that are so willing to help you pull a few people into a room, have a conversation with GA, tell them what you're doing with Pep Talk, create some connections and into businesses around there. And, and we did it in Dallas a few weeks ago where the GA in Dallas, we went, I went out and trained with them. We had a dinner that night. The next day, a couple of people set up a meeting and we won a piece of business in Dallas. We have a client now in Dallas off the back of a, a really genuine uh, GA connection and just opening up and willing to help each other. And that, 
Now, you look fit as a flea. Are you still training? I'm trying to do a bit. I'm trying to get back. My little brother's captain of the second team, so I'm trying to get back and play with him. But uh, the knees are, are saying different. But uh, I'm hoping to play in a couple more games this summer, please God. Yeah. I mean, it, it, in terms of your joints, it's attritional. Yeah, no, I need, uh, my dad has two fresh knees uh, <laughs> after his time in GA, but I think I'm going to need mine a lot earlier than he did. He got to 65 years of age yeah. before needing them. I mean, uh, when uh, you're looking at the, the game and how it's evolved, I mean, the level of fitness today would be probably several notches up from where it used to have to be. Yeah, and the game has evolved and we've had over the years when we were there, we had Brian Cullen who was had came from Leinster Rugby, we had Daniel Davey, nutritionist from Leinster Rugby. So we were getting the information and knowledge of a professional sport and we're trying to do it in a, in a, the mornings and the evening because we was an amateur yeah. sport and we worked during the day. So we were training ourselves and putting our bodies through, which we wanted to do to be to be at the best of our, 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 our fitness. But the game has just gone so, so, so much uh, yeah. movement in the game. It's like basketball. It's everyone up, everyone back, everyone up. Yeah, so the, yeah. the mileage they're doing now, it's really tough on the body. They're doing anywhere upwards of 13, 14, 15k in a game in, in 70 minutes. So it's it's, it's staggering the, the fitness levels um, that the guys have. Um, but also the time and effort that goes into it. You think about it, it's an amateur sport and a Desi Farrell who commits 40 or 50 hours to this as a, as a, a, yeah. a, for, for the passion of it and players that do the same. You know what I mean? It's a, it's amazing, but as you say, it's, it's a big commitment for players nowadays. The, the way it's gone so professional in its nature from, yeah. from a training point of view. Uh, and uh, I mean, it's such a fabulous game to watch. I mean, you turn on whether it's football or hurling uh, uh, and you're going to be entertained by and large. I mean, there are a few duds <laughs> along the way, but by and large, you could be entertained. But you could turn on a Premier League game in soccer and you could bore the pants off yourself. I know. That, that's the magic thing about GA. And look at the hurling the last while. Like, no matter if you're five or six points up, it's, yeah. a, it's a puck of a ball or two pucks of a ball can change a game. And I, I'm, I've been watching the last while and it's at 67, 68 minutes. You say, oh, sure, the game's nearly over. It's but there's usually about seven or eight <laughs> points scored between then <laughs> yeah. and the three or four minutes yeah. and then injury time. So GA um, and football yeah. the same to a, maybe in less scores, but a, in, in equal entertainment. Yeah. Um, I was looking at uh, Roy Keane in that programme Overlap he did oh, with yeah. Gary Neville and, uh, you know, they're trying to hurl in Crow Park and the the admiration that the guys have when they see the skill level that's involved. Yeah, we take it for granted maybe the, the skill levels that there. I played hurling under, uh, uh, underage when I couldn't get on the football team. I played a little bit with Dublin so and loved it um, but the skill levels that some of those guys have now when you see them in Crow Park and pulling balls out of the sky and, and, and tipping balls off the ground into their hands it's just it's an extension of their body there as we say in Kilkenny it's, you're born with a hurl in your hand type thing you know so um, yeah that's heating up for another interesting final as well that Kilkenny will want to say to, to knock back the Limerick boys so it uh, should be interesting. It should be great and it'll be fiercely <laughs> physical and fiercely competitive. So Pep Talk, how do people get to know more about you? Yeah, well, peptalk.com is, is our website. We are, we're trying to lean into that space in, in, in Europe around hybrid working engagement. But the, the, key, the key thing about this is that you need to do something about it. It's not just going to solve itself. If you want to be a hybrid working place, uh, you need to create opportunities to, to build culture and be intentional in it. And in yeah, the US, not just let it happen. You can't just let it happen. You need to do things. And in the US, as I said, we're, we're, we're ambitious. We're going over there. Um, and the, the point I actually was, I was thinking about today coming in and I listened to a podcast from um, <clears throat> Pat Phelan and Gary Fox and he spoke about the life of an entrepreneur and how lonely it is and how tough it is and it is a, it's, a, it's a tough environment out there I'm in admiration for my, my co-founder James who's our CEO he spent a month in the States there left his two kids at home yeah. two and four years of age they're coming over he's moving across because we're giving a, a proper go across the East Coast 
uh, and he's making an ultimate commitment and that's what it takes to, to be an that's entrepreneur and sometimes you see the glamour of social media and all this stuff but uh, it, it takes hard work and it takes commitment and stuff like that and uh, that's what I love about it it's something different every day but I said uh, we're going to give it a fair whack in very the States good. To see if we well Bernard I wish you the very best with peptalk.com that's where you'll find all the info Bernard Brogan thank you very much uh, for joining us cheers The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance weekdays at 9am on News Talk.